0: Praise the Lord, Tower of Pentecost. I am thankful and grateful to to speak tonight. I am thankful for the word in this church. I'm thankful for our pastor and everyone that is putting faith in me to speak. I pray that I just give you what the Lord has put on my heart and that you will be blessed. Praise God. All right. So tonight I want to talk about my title will be God is in control, right? Would you repeat that with me? So God is in control. God is in control. So I would like to first introduce my topic through a story. It's a little, you know, it's, it's a true story. It's a little humorous. It's a little horrifying for us to have lived it. But, you know, it's going, just bear with me, bear with me. It has a point. (laughs) So we were on our way. Natalie, Angel, and I were in the car going to Esther Conference. And Bremerton is much farther than we, like, truly realized. We have a long drive. It's like five hours. We all got off of work or school, and we drove right away. And by the time we got there, it was already the evening and we like, took a long time for food. We were waiting on like friends and there were so many like issues that came along the way. But we still had one more hour. After all this, we had one more hour to get to Lulu's apartment. And so we headed on our way and we plugged in the GPS, Lulu's apartment. And I, we, <laughs> We were like, okay, we just have to get there. We're gonna get there. And we are going to go to sleep right away. This has been a long day. Do you ever have one of those? One of the long day. We were ready to just crash. And so we finally get to her apartment area and it's like pitch black, it's pitch black. And we're looking at the GPS, we finally arrive and we plugged in her address. I forget. It's like 103 or something. So we plug that in and we start driving. And I was like, what did Lulu say? Like, where do we park? And she goes, Lulu said to park not in her number parking spot. She doesn't have, like, that's not hers. We're like, okay. Uh, She goes, park on the side. Okay, okay. Well, we're just going to get there and we're going to figure it out. (laughs) We're like, we're almost there, almost there. And we... Are looking at the GPS and we look up and we see 103 parking spot. We're like, okay, thank goodness. We're so close. <laughs> we were at our max. You know, patience was gone. We we were tired. And we're like, oh goodness, thank goodness. She we're there. We're there. And so we I go, but Natalie, the GPS says to keep going. She goes, No, no, no. Like the GPS just like takes you to the, the middle of the apartment. So we don't really need to follow that. We see it right there. We're like, okay, okay. So we get out and we start knocking on 103. We're like, Lulu, Lulu. <laughs> We're waiting a few minutes, waiting a few minutes. I'm like, I'm going to call her because they're like banging on her door right now. Like, you ever do that with friends? You're like, wake up. Like, maybe she fell asleep. Don't know what she's doing. Does she have some, like, music too loud that she doesn't hear us? And so we call her, and eventually we, like, she answers. And I'm like, Lulu, we have been banging on your door. Where where are you? I'm I'm kind of worried that you've lost your hearing because we are loud. Um, and she goes, I haven't heard anything. She goes, hold up. I'm going to walk out of the, of the apartment. She walks out, and... I'm like, L- what do you mean you walked out of the apartment? I don't see the door. Like, you didn't come out of the door. And she goes, what do you mean? And then all of a sudden I look over and I see little Lulu in a distance waving at us. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> One moment. And I'm like, Natalie, stop banging on the door. <laughs> That's not Lulu's apartment. <laughs> and we're like, um, uh, uh you know, we were like very confused at this point and like so worried. And so we start like walking away and I mean, we were, we were very like, oh no, (laughs) what have we done? And we start walking away when someone finally opens that door and this man, I, I think we woke him up and he was with like barely, like eyes are barely open. He goes, hello. And we're like, I am so sorry, sir, I am so sorry. And so, sorry, sir, good night. Uh, Wrong apartment, and we go to Lulu's, and you know, (laughs) we felt so bad, we felt so bad. But you see, Lulu's apartment had a letter, a letter, like they did 103 more than once, and we didn't understand. (laughs) We didn't know, and I look at the GPS, and it said to keep going exactly to where she was. I'm like, Natalie, we should have followed the GPS for once. Oh, we felt so bad for that person. We really did. Yes, but my point of my story, I know it was a long story, thank you for sticking with it. My point of my story is that things don't always go as planned and we can get a little off track. We should have been following the GPS, but we saw what we thought was the correct way, right? Sometimes we think we know what the right way is, but it wasn't. (laughs) We should have followed our directions. So let's go to Matthew 18, 11 through 12. So Matthew 18, 11 through 12, it says, "'For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. What do you think? If a man, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? So in this parable, he's saying that there are a hundred sheep. And, you know, if if there is a man with sheep, he's, we're probably referring to like a shepherd, right? The shepherd that has all of his sheep. And if we are letting God be our shepherd, right? If we are, so the sheep know the shepherd's voice, right? They're the ones that are following the shepherd. So in a way, we are the sheep and God is our shepherd. We are serving and living after God. If you've only just begun serving him or have served him for a long time seeking after God we are God's sheep we are he is our shepherd and he says if one little sheep gets lost goes a little off the track goes the wrong way he will go leave the 99 and find that lost sheep you know sometimes We are that lost sheep. I have been the lost sheep before. I have made mistakes. I've gone down the wrong paths. But God is willing to go find the lost sheep. He is willing to go and take the effort to find you, to reach out to you. Why? Because he loves us so very much. And... You know, God chose his love for us while we were yet sinners. That's when Christ died for us because God knew we would make mistakes. And even seeing your mistakes, he still chose to love you. And he still chooses to seek and find you, to reach out to you, even if you've gone the wrong way or have made minor mistakes that have just led you to the wrong direction. God wants to help you come together. And be found. Because as Romans 3.23 says. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And in 1 John 1.9 it says. If we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us from our sins. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So God is willing to forgive us. Always. Always. You know, we, we may sometimes feel like we've gone too far, that we've strayed off the path so far that God can't forgive us. God, you've already forgiven me from this so many times. God, you've already had to have forgiven me from so many sins, so many mistakes. But you know what? You have never reached the maximum for God's love and patience. You have not done too much that God will not seek you out. And I think that even sometimes we're like, God, you shouldn't have chosen me. I'm not doing as perfectly as I know you want me to. How am I supposed to fulfill this role or do this purpose if I make so many wrongs? You know, there's somebody that in the Bible whose family didn't think he was worthy, and that was David. David. You know, Brother Woods talked about it a few, maybe like a month back. He talked about how David's family didn't even think about inviting him to be seen by the prophet Samuel to be chosen as the king. He, they didn't even offer him. They, they didn't even consider him. But you know what God saw? God didn't see any of those other people to be the king. Because as 1 Samuel sixteen seven says, But the lord said unto samuel do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because i have refused him but the lord does not see as man sees but for man looks at the outward appearance but god looks into the heart so god knows our heart god knows exactly who you are and he has chosen you for a reason if we look in psalm 139 it says, O Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandeth my thought afar off. I'm going to read verses 17 and 18. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. As we see in Psalms 139, God God has searched us, He knows us. God knows all the thoughts that we think. God knows the true person we are, not what just men see. But God knows everything inside of you. God knows your whole life, the things you don't tell people. And yet, God has chosen you. I hope that we can remember that that God doesn't see what false persona we try to we try to show, right? God knows the true self that you are and he has still chosen you for a greater purpose. So, and God loves you just the way you are. Amen. Amen. And you know, like I said, you may think that you've fallen too far away from God. Just remember that Romans eight thirty-eight through 39 says, I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels or demons, not the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. So we have found grace. We can repent whenever we make a mistake. God's love is there and able for us. His mercy is great. We can ask for forgiveness. And as Pastor mentioned on Sunday, you should listen to the message on the podcast. You should got, if you didn't hear it, you've got to listen to it. So good. God came in flesh for the covenant that we broke. God came in flesh to do what we couldn't do. And he died for us and our sins. That's how much he loves us. That's how much. I think that we need to, sometimes we know we can be forgiven, but we have to know that as soon as we have repented, we need to believe that God has truly forgiven us. Because that's what his word says. We need to believe that and have the knowledge that God still loves and cares for us. So, you know, sometimes we need to repent of, of things such as trying taking control of the situation in our lives. God reminded me that I am not the one who should be taking control. You know, that I, he reminded me who is guiding my life truly. That I don't have it all together. <laughs> um, if that's what it looks like, it's not true. I am very not. I'll let you know right now. Do you, do you ever have a moment where everything falls apart <laughs> where where nothing goes right i think we've all been there yes <laughs> I, i'm actually there all the time <laughs> but when moment things just nothing is working i myself am a planner if you know Anyone that's tried to like work things with me, um, yes, I like to plan. I like to know when it's happening, what we're doing, because I like knowing and I like preparing for it. You know, I think about things that could go wrong. Will there be traffic? Will we not have enough? And I'm going to try to prepare. Even when that situation hasn't occurred yet, I'm going to try to prepare for the problem I just it's like my favorite thing because I just feel at peace (laughs) like I have all the extras (laughs) it's gonna be great it's my my favorite thing (laughs) but you know like I said you can't plan for everything and I mean sometimes your plans don't work right and I I love to say I'm 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 really cool whenever things don't go as planned that would be a lie Because sometimes I'm not cool when things don't go to plan or we don't have enough. And I I may have a mini explosion of frustration and worry. But, you know, you know, we can't always prepare. And on Sunday, I was trying to, I prepared for all the technology issues that I could think of. And then suddenly we were recording and something went wrong. And then another thing went wrong. And then another and another. And that evening, like even my prepared things that I I did just in case, those didn't even work. And it just felt like everything was falling apart. And I had to pray because I just kind of broke down. And I mean, I realized it wasn't just the technology that made me frustrated. (laughs) It really wasn't. It was everything that's been happening right now. With us just having this lack of control of our situation that we couldn't even be together in in for the service and it's just you you just feel this lack of control right that we just can't see our situation and fix all the problems so let's go to somebody who is a man of faith in the bible Genesis 12, referring to Abraham when his name was just Abram. In uh, Genesis 12:1, it says that the Lord told Abram to get out of your country and move away. And he goes, I have plans for you. You know, I will make you a great nation and will bless you to make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Now, Abraham had to trust God to take him to a brand new place to a whole nother place, and he had to pack up everything, and you know, in a way, you could be like the, your, his neighbors were like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Maybe it didn't make sense to them, but he goes, God told me to do this. This is God's plan, and I'm going to follow in it, even if it doesn't make sense, right? If it is, you know, sometimes I get something the Lord puts on my heart, and if it is, if it is according to the word of God, if it's a, with a, Um, agreeing with the word of God, sometimes we just have to do what God says, right? What we feel to do, even if it doesn't make sense. But you know, Abraham had faith that God was going to work out the details, even to the minute details. I love a God that is detailed. Amen. I'm so thankful. And you know what? God always provided for him. He kept on the long journey and taking, in, taking everything with him. He didn't leave some of the camels or, you know, animals. <laughs> he probably had camels, guys. He probably did, and I'm not making this up. He had camels. I hope I'm not. He didn't just leave some things where he was living and move somewhere else just in case he would move back. Right? We have to trust God fully. We can't have a, ba- like, have a backup plan. If you're truly trusting in God, that means you're giving it all to him and letting him guide the rest. I promise you, it'll be worth it. And Abram, who became Abraham, would say the same thing. You know, it's just like that GPS struggle we had. <laughs> if God is our GPS, he's directing us to where to go. We just have to look And trust the GPS if God is our GPS. (laughs) And sometimes you have to just wait and look at his directions. And not do what makes sense to us. What visually looks like the right idea. And you know what? Abraham did the same thing. He saw, he goes, how am I supposed to have a child? I am old. I don't understand. And so he made a way. He kind of forced, he goes, this is probably what God wants me to do. He has uh, in Genesis 16 15, Hagar bore a son from Abraham, Abram, and his son uh, was Ishmael. So he kind of made a way. He goes, maybe I'm not supposed to have this son through Sarah. Maybe not. You know, it's not um, so he made a way. But it wasn't what God intended, was it? No. And then an angel visited them in Genesis 18 saying I will give you a son and it will be through Sarah. (laughs) And Sarah was listening and was like, no, 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 no. That's hilarious. This is not going to happen. I'm kind of old. And in response, (laughs) the Lord, it says in verse 13, And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Saying, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Hmm. Can you repeat that with me? So, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? At that, there really isn't. There is nothing too hard. And they did actually have a son, right? And that's what God's plan was. If they just waited a little bit longer, to trust in God's plan. It was going to happen. And I'm not saying that, you know, you always have to wait. But we do have to remember that God doesn't work on our own time, our thinking. (laughs) But God has the perfect timing. God has the perfect plan. I, I would rather wait on God than make a decision based on my own thinking. Doesn't mean I always do it, but I am striving to do that. You know, the question that we need to face is, are we trusting in God? You know, in Jeremiah 29, 11, I think many of us know this. For I know the plans I have for you. That is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your welfare, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. That was in a different translation, but to give you a future and a hope. God has the plans. He's got it all worked out. Do we remember that God is Alpha and Omega? Do you remember that God did all those things in the Bible? If He's that same God, the miraculous working God, the one that is faithful, we have to remember that He is still that same God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is still the one. That nothing is impossible for him. There is no boundaries for him. Why are we going to doubt that God is, you know, that he won't come through for us? Why do we think that? We have to trust in God's perfect plan that it'll happen. Have you ever gone to the top of Badger and looked down or from a high point and you see the city below? One time, me and Natalie and a few friends We went on the top of uh, this, um, I don't know what it's called. Um, I think it was a mountain. I don't know. It was something very tall. And we went in the wee hours of the morning. We went really early and we wanted to see the sun rise. And so we got up there. We hiked all the way up. We were like tired. But we looked down, right? When we finally got up to the top, we looked down and everything was so small. Right? And I think... That, you know, even from the top of Badger, things are all significantly smaller. You could even see your house like way over there. It's like so far away and so tiny. You know, we may be on the surf on the ground, right? We're on the ground looking at our problem and we go, God, this is too big. God, this is impossible. But God, that's not his viewpoint. He is in heaven looking down because he is so big and so Powerful. He looks down, and the problem is so small to him. In fact, it is so easy for him to take care of it. It is not impossible. You know nothing is impossible with God, and his viewpoint is that that is a small issue for him. He can take care of it if it is his, his desire. Amen. Amen. It's not too hard for God right when we were when we were reading in Genesis is there anything too hard for the Lord I just wanted to repeat that if someone needed to hear that because we want to submit to God and give him our any everything and trust him another story from the Bible is Jesus' first miracle what is it I know I know you know it I'm sure you answered it <laughs> It was the water to the wine. And for, you know, in the situation in the Bible, it was a impossible situation. They really needed it. And that's to describe the situation. Um, You know, those people, it was a shame to their family if they didn't have enough wine for the wedding. So it was very important to those people. It was a miracle for them if this could be fixed. And so, but God changed it. He fixed the situation. He did his first miracle. And, you know, sometimes you may wonder, why does God allow those issues to even have occurred? Why did this have to happen? And I don't know if this is the answer, but my thinking is God can only fix the impossible if there was in an impossible situation to fix. So sometimes for us to see God, we have to see him fix the impossible situation and work the miracle. For us to go, oh yes, God is in control. God is the one that can take care of this. I forgot. (laughs) I, I see his miraculous wonder again, and I'm so thankful. To remind you to trust him. Psalms 115.3 says, Our God in heaven does whatever he pleases. So, his plan, his way, but he's in control. Amen? Amen. So what are we supposed to do? The Lord doesn't want us to, to be lost. He wants to be our direction. But sometimes he has to bring us through things for because God is a jealous God. If you are giving more time to other things and not choosing to spend time with him at all, which I am guilty of, and I pray and I have to work on it daily and all the time. Sometimes I have to do different things. I'm like, you know, I was realizing, it's like, what haven't I done lately? Have I not been praying? Have I not been worshiping you? Have I not been studying your scripture? Maybe you just want me to fast. So I can hear your voice clearly removing the distractions to see your will. Because God desires that time with you. I want to make sure that I know God's voice and that I am following in his will. God is requiring of us to to seek him. And what of those things haven't you done lately? that you think that is prohibiting you. Maybe God wants you to go through that, wants you to spend time worshiping or in prayer because we've been lacking that part of the relationship with him. When we surrender to God, we are giving him control and we're telling him, Lord, I was trying to fix the situation, but I surrender it to you. And I can tell you, Technology issues went out on Sunday. I kept trying to fix I go, oh, yeah, I trust God. Oh, yeah. But my actions weren't agreeing with my statement. When I truly said, okay, there is nothing I can do. Only God can fix this. I truly meant it after a few days. <laughs> so that weight lifted off my shoulders. 1 Peter 5, 6-7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, unto God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time, because you need to cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Psalms 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from my fears. We seek after God. He will find us in that situation. He will give us peace beyond understanding, beyond the situation, beyond the knowledge that this is still impossible. This is still crazy that God is going to work through this. But I have faith. That's what we need to pray for. Pray for the faith and the releasing of the worry. But that means you have to surrender to God and allow him to be in control and believe it. But let me ask you, has God ever done something for you in your life? Has he provided you with a job? Maybe blessed you financially when you needed it? Maybe he gave you peace when there was none. Maybe he, there are so many things that God could have done for you. You know, or it could even simply be the the knowledge that We have received grace when we didn't deserve it. That is something to be thankful for. You know, if God did things for us then, why wouldn't he do things for us now and even in the future? God is able. Think about it. Has God ever done something for you? I believe he has. We just have to remember it. In, In the midst of struggle, we forget. That God has already been there before us before. Sometimes He needs us to remember that. And suddenly I had peace. I go, God, you've been there for me in the past. This is nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> you know, if you need to spend the, this week to remember those things, or even better, write it down. I write it down in my phone, my notes. Because that's where I can look at it regularly. When I'm not home. But whatever works for you. Spend some time just remembering what God has done for you. And just be thankful. And have the knowledge that God can help you today. Because if God was in control of the world and the Bible. The one who created the universe. God who done everything. He done it all. <laughs> but God has done And created everything. He has all that power. All the authority. We just have to have faith. And believe in him. That he will still. That he was then powerful. He is powerful now. He's the all omnipotent God. And omnipresent. Always with us. Right? He's everywhere. You are not alone. You have not gone too far away from God. But let God be the GPS in your life. He, he's the one that's actually good at being a GPS. I promise. I'm going to end with two scriptures. Or uh, I'll, think, I'll just as whatever I feel like we're going <laughs> to a few more scriptures. But I'm um, just going to go as the Lord leads me. Uh, Matthew 6:34 says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. You know, God has today taken care of and tomorrow. And Philippians 4.16 says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thankfulness. Let your requests be made known to God. So let's have prayer and let's just be thankful for what God has already done And know that God is in control today. And I think one more scripture I'm going to read. John 14, 27. says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. So, Looking at the situations in our life, don't focus on all the issues. Focus on what you can do. That's prayer and doing to follow his word, seeking God, and letting him guide you. And know that God is in control so you can have peace while you're living through anything. All right, God bless. I'm going to pray and dismiss, but thank you, Lord, so much for you being the one that is with us you have forgiven us i pray that every person that hears this to be encouraged to know that you have loved us and not uh, abandoned us that you are still for us and not against us lord i pray let us feel and know that your love has not maxed out for us i pray that you will help us in every situation to trust you that your will will happen. That we just trust that you are in control and have the peace along our day with that knowledge. We're so thankful, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen.